Hello, dear sister in Christ. My name is Pat Domang. I'm founder of On Fire Ministries. And at On Fire Ministries, our mission is to ignite a passion for Christ in the heart of women and to inspire them to apply God's word to everyday life because I believe that God's word really does work. Now today, I want to invite you to join me as we talk about abiding in Christ and intimacy with Christ. At the end of today's broadcast, I will share a few ways that I strive for intimacy with Christ and I will tell you how to get my free 21-day spiritual detox and replenish. So join me today. Well, we are 10 days in to 2022, which is just long enough to have already faltered on some well-intentioned New Year's resolutions. And maybe that's why I have really not ever had a willingness to make New Year's resolutions. Not completing something to me is just really painful. At the same time, while I don't call them resolutions, this time of year always brings me to that place of a fresh start, a clean slate, or One of the things I just absolutely love is new journals, new notebooks, new planners. So the reality is, is that we are all looking for and and long for something new. We see that evidence everywhere we look when New Year's approaches. The funny thing is, if you can't come up with your own list of New Year's resolutions, well, all you've got to do is Google it. You can Google and get your ideas for New Year's resolutions. But I think it's interesting how fast we move from our Christmas wishes for new things to our New Year's resolutions that really turn toward a new me in some way. A new year brings that awareness of where we fall short, uh, maybe where we fell short the year before, maybe we gained a few pounds, maybe we spent too much money, or maybe we realize that that old habit still plagues us even today. So the reality is when we look at our life and we see those areas that we know we need something, we desire, we desire growth or improvement, I really pray that that brings us to that place of realizing that that deep inner knowing that we're still in need always points us to Jesus. So many years ago, I had a pastor whose New Year's emphasis always was about seeking God for a word for the year. And I've practiced that every year since. And this year, my word is abide. And not just abide, but it goes just a little deeper than that. My 2022 desire is to grow and I want to grow in abiding, abiding in deeper intimacy with Jesus. So if you happen to be one of those that practices that word for the year, I would love to hear from you what your word is and what your desire is regarding that word. Now let's talk a little bit about the abiding in Christ, that intimacy with Christ. Abide means to remain. It means to continually be present. So doing a study on the word abide in the Bible shows that the apostle John loved that word. He liked the word abide, I think, better than anyone. John used the word 55 times when writing the Gospel of John, his letters, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, and the book of Revelation. The first time that John used the term abide was in John 1.32, when he gave his eyewitness account of the Holy Spirit descending from heaven and remaining on Jesus. Now, John 15, 1 
through 8. I want to read that. Jesus is speaking and he says, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them in the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I read a couple of extra verses there. That was really John 15, 1 through 10. But this may be one of the most famous passages regarding abiding. When John recorded his firsthand account of Jesus' final conversation and instruction to his disciples before and during the cross, he used this analogy of the vine and the branches. And he used it to explain how abiding means staying connected, joined to the life giver, Jesus, the vine. So God gives us the gift of continually being present with us and in us. And he calls us to continue be present with him and to remain in him. So let's talk about the effects of not abiding. Thinking about that, a few movies actually came to mind, but this one really stuck out, I guess because I had just watched it during Christmas and it's the Santa Claus. I absolutely love that movie. It's just one of my ranks on the top of my favorite Christmas movies list. Well, the storyline isn't that uncommon for family movies that might be depicting one of the parents most often in the movies, it will be the dad who's not present in their children's lives. And usually their career captivates their time and their attention. And even though they have this desire to spend time with their children, the demands of their job or career really end up overruling. And what ends up happening is the children kind of get the short end of the stick. Of course, the lack of being present with family members upsets the relationship. And it usually, these consequences really filter through the entire family. And I wonder how impacted we are personally when we don't abide or remain continually in God's presence. How does that impact our other relationships? I personally believe that it makes a huge difference in both. In John 15, 4 through 7, Jesus repeats the phrase, abide in me, in nearly every sentence. As a parent, Anytime I wanted to make sure that my kids got the point I was trying to make to them, I repeated the point over and over again until I believed, well, maybe they got it. Well, Jesus wanted his disciples, me and you, to get it. He wanted them. He wants us to understand how important abiding in him is. So what does abiding look like? 
I believe that we see the how-to of abiding in John 15, 7. He says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. So let's talk about abiding in God's word. Jesus is the word made flesh. We see that in John 1, 14. So when we open his word and we dwell and meditate on his word and we wrestle, we study his word, we trust and we rest in his word, we are remaining in Christ and Christ remains in us. So notice the added benefit in John 15, 7. He says, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. John basically reiterates this point in 1 John 5, 14 through 15 saying, now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. So this promise isn't about getting everything on our wish list. Instead, this points to the transformation of our desires because of our continual remaining in Christ and He remaining in us. Isaiah, the Old Testament prophet, reminds us in Isaiah 55, 11, that God's Word does what it was sent forth to do. God's Word transforms us and our desires to look more and more like Jesus. 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as the Spirit of the Lord. I delight in the transformation abiding in Christ brings. Now, when I recognized that abide was my word for the year, I also sensed that there was something more. I needed an adverb that clarified and defined how I wanted to abide. I want to abide intimately on a deeper level than I currently am. You see, I do abide, but I also believe that there's more. I don't want to miss out on more of Jesus in my life. So remaining in Christ brought me this far. When I think about the Lord and how far he has brought me from a broken woman captive to sin and its effects 27 years ago, I know abiding in Christ brought me this far. In John 12, 46, Jesus said, I have come as a light into the world that whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. As I remained in the light of Jesus' love and truth, Truth replaced lies and broke chains that linked me to my sinful past. And yes, I would even say I have experienced intimate abiding as well, but I just feel like I'm overdue for a refresher. And I don't know if that makes sense, but that's where I feel like I am. You know, that's what happens in long-lasting relationships. We tend to get settled, going through the motions, doing the daily task of keeping life moving in the right direction. But sometimes what happens is the intimacy slips out the back door. So there are so many benefits to long-lasting relationships. So much comfort we find in true commitment. My husband and I have been married for 26 years. We know each other very well. Our familiarity 
with one another benefits our comfort in our relationship. But that same familiarity can also pose as the enemy of intimacy. Therefore, out of our commitment to one another, we intentionally strive towards stoking the flames of intimacy in our relationship. And intimacy produces rich, rewarding relationships. So settling for comfort and commitment isn't an option when you want that rich, rewarding relationship. So as we desire spiritual growth and spiritual intimacy with Jesus, we have to strive for that intentionally. So I want to encourage you today with these ways that I personally strive for intimacy with Jesus. First, I ask Jesus for deeper intimacy with him. I ask him to give that to me, to bring that into my life. I also intentionally set time and space for a long time with him, just me and him, nothing else. And I will tell you, I'm not one of those that has this exact uh, structure. I'm kind of a wild sleeper. <laughs> I don't sleep real well. And so it may be at three o'clock in the morning and it may be at some other time during the day, or it may be before I go to bed at night. I just have different times. I almost always am a early uh, spending some time with the Lord, but sometimes that really intimate time alone with Him may be in different spaces. So I just can encourage you not to get too uh, locked into it has to be, I have to do this at 5 a.m. every morning. If I don't do this at 5 a.m. every morning, then it's like I'm failed and missed the whole day. Let's don't get too locked into that kind of thing. I think it's good to be structured and have that, but I don't let that overrule to where you feel like you've failed if you don't do it at that particular time. Okay, number three, find a Bible study, a Bible reading plan. It might be a devotion or something, but something that gets you into God's Word daily. And then if you're really serious about striving for intimacy with Christ, I want to challenge you to my free 21-day spiritual detox. And it's a spiritual detox and replenish. And you'll be reading through the book of Ephesians so like seven times by the end of 21 days. But it's just a very simplistic. I'll, I'll give you step day one, day two, exactly what you're going to do. But I think you'll find it really beneficial if you really, really want to feel like you just really cleanse off some of the old and, and reset for 2022 in your spiritual intimacy with Christ. So in light of John 15, 1 through 10, remember that Jesus is the vine and the vine provides all the nutrients that we need to produce this productive, fruit-bearing life. Deep connection and intimacy bears fruit. And we are called to produce fruit, but only connected to the vine, to Jesus himself, abiding intimately and continually remaining in Jesus, do we bear fruit that fruit. Before I say goodbye, dear ladies, I, I want to invite you to join me on your favorite social media platform, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, even Pinterest. I, I put daily morning prayers out and biblical encouragement for Christian women. You also can read my blog on my website, onfire-ministries.org. And I want to tell you exactly how to get the free 21-day detox and replenish. You go to onfire-ministries.org and you go to the free Bible resources page. Go to that tab, 
click on that and scroll down to the bottom of the page and the latest added free resource is there, your 21 day detox. So I want to just encourage you, go there, grab that and see if that is not a great tool and benefit for you in cleansing and restarting in 2022. Also, I would ask you, would you please rate and review and share this podcast with others that someone else can be encouraged as well. And until we meet again, have a blessed and beautiful day.